0: We're on the air. Back.
1: Well, party's starting early today, isn't it?
0: To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. (laughs) On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
2: It is time for part two of Double Barrel Wednesday with your colleague the general stars parker gabriel but not before giving his proper introduction today let's do it right now double barrel
1: wednesday it's a double barrel wednesday double barrel wednesday had some pop it's very good job by parker on double barrel wednesday huh? You guys know what day it is? It's Double Bell
2: Wednesday. We are now joined by your colleague, the Journal Stars, Parker Gabriel. Parker, good morning. Spring football just five days away, but the news yesterday was for 2023 in a new new verbal commit from William Watson III. He is a quarterback from Massachusetts, a three-star quarterback. What is the scoop that you know about William Watson III, what Nebraska is getting at least right now from his verbal commitment?
0: Yeah, good morning, guys. So William Watson is an interesting story, and I, I think the biggest piece of the puzzle here is that he's known Mark Whipple for a long time, back to middle school. Um, Whipple offered uh, William Watson a scholarship when Watson was in eighth grade. It was uh, Whipple's last year at UMass as the head coach, and, and actually the guy who was the, the coach at, at Springfield Central where William Watson played. Um, is now the defensive line coach at UMass, went to UMass, played for Whipple at UMass. So there's a lot of connections there. Um, the guys those two have known each other for a long time. And when Whipple was at Pitt, Watson had an offer there. And then uh, when Whipple got here, um, William Watson came to Lincoln for one of those junior days in January, um, liked what he saw, they offered him, and and here we are. So it's a very interesting, very uh, interesting development, quarterback recruiting. Uh, always is like that, and uh, William Watson is the guy for for the twenty twenty three class.
1: Parker Gabriel joins us, football beat writer for Lincoln Journal Star. What what do you mean when you say quarterback recruiting is like that?
0: Uh, that, that it's always interesting, okay. um, and it's actually you know I think it's a maybe it's funny. I think there's a little bit less uh, of a jolt for a high school quarterback commit. Now I, I, it's nothing to take anything away from William Watson. I think if it was a five-star all-american of course there would be there would be juice in it but th- there's a little bit less maybe just in general now um because of the transfer portal and the, the rate at which kids move around and the way that quarterback recruiting has changed um uh, yep. and also the fact that nebraska's brought in three new quarterbacks in the last uh, couple of months but even still i mean william watson is um you know a guy who Mark Whipple has had his eyes on for a long time. Not all that dissimilar to Chubba Purdy, honestly. William Watson, obviously, uh, a couple of years younger. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting development, and uh, it's hard to say exactly what that quarterback room will look like, uh, you know, 10 months from now when uh, William Watson puts pen to paper. Um, but, obviously, he's got a really strong relationship with, with Mark Whipple.
1: Parker, in what ways is this – commitment informative about Whipple to you
0: well I think it just I mean I think it's another um, piece of the, the puzzle as you put together um, what, what he's like and what he looks for too I think in terms of you know Whipple himself uh, the guy you know he clearly knows what he wants right I mean like he, he was after uh, Chubba Purdy when he was at Pitt and Purdy ended up going to Florida State um, then when Purdy won the portal he was recruiting him again. And when he got to Nebraska, he was recruiting him again. So he clearly, you know, that wasn't just a, hey, I think Chubba Purdy can play for me at Pitt. Um, It was, you know, he could play for me anywhere. And that's so you get the same sense with William Watson uh, in terms of, hey, you know, it's obviously different being the head coach at UMass to the OC at Pitt to the OC at Nebraska. Um, but the coach believes in the kid, and and has continued recruiting him uh, no matter where he's been.
1: Parker Gabriel joins us. You saw you saw the presentation of Mark Whipple at the Lincoln Coaches Association gathering last week. I think you can. You know, what, what was striking about it to you, Whipple's presentation?
0: What was striking to me about it, Sipple was how struck you were by it. Um, <laughs> mostly, um, I thought
1: like, it was you know, very impressive. I,
0: it's funny because when when whip first got hired um one of the first stories i wrote about him was actually talking to javon dewitt who at the time was at north carolina obviously coached here uh and then mike eckler who obviously also coached here now is at tennessee um because those guys both faced whipple um last fall and i just talked to him about what you know, what they thought about him, what makes him difficult to defend, all of that. And both of them, the thing that both of them really sort of, like, couldn't move off of in our conversation was this idea of, you know, players instead of plays. Um, And both of them used the term, you know, he's just going to force-feed his best guy or best guy's the ball. Right. And that was much of what the presentation uh, last week was about, right? I mean, it was essentially a little bit of coaching philosophy and then a bunch of clips of 40 different ways to get Jordan Addison, who, you know, won the Blitnikoff Award as the best wide receiver in college football last year, uh, the ball. And also what it takes to be that guy uh, for Mark Whipple and in his offense. And so to me, the thing that I, the, the, you know, the, the takeaway, uh, one of the big takeaways from that for me was, This is exactly what those coaches who coached against him told me was sort of his ethos. You know, Mm -hmm. find the guy who you think is the best matchup, get him the ball, and don't stop getting him the ball. Um, But then also, if you extrapolate that to Nebraska, um, that's going to be pretty darn interesting to see who they identify as the candidates to be that guy.
1: And you would also say... Um, I know I feel like you're at a witness stand, but I, but I, you would, you would also say that Scott Frost offense doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have that sort of mindset. He spreads it around, right? Frost always has done that.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things that Frost said early in his tenure and we've seen flashes of it, but part of the reason why we're talking about Mark Whipple is probably because we didn't see it often enough. I mean, one of Frost's things, I remember once he said, you know, um, the the idea on offense is to have playmakers at every spot, yeah. so that no matter what the defense tilts to or wants to do, you know, you've got an option off of it. If you're dangerous at all three receiver spots and tight end and running back and quarterback, so you know, I think, I mean, Whipple would love to have playmakers at every spot and have a bunch of off, you know, options. But yeah, he's he's. You know, Whipple has had a guy who just puts up absolutely gaudy numbers uh, pretty much everywhere he's gone. It's been Addison, especially last year, but he even sort of emerged as that guy by the end of his freshman year. Uh, He's had Andy Isabella at UMass. He had uh, Brennan, the big tight end at UMass. Um, He has occasionally had a running back who's that guy. Um, But everywhere he's gone, somebody has had big numbers that follow. And, you know, I mean, I think you could look at Nebraska and say, well, you know, Stan, under Scott Frost, like Stanley Morgan had big numbers, uh, JD had big numbers, Wandale had true, big numbers. True. Last year, Good Samari point. Ture had yeah. 898 yards, and that was sort of a you know an outsized part of the offense. He and Austin Allen. So Good point. You know, it's not. There's been times like that. Wandale was obviously a guy who they wanted to feature and get the ball to. Um, they just didn't do it exclusively from the slot. Uh, like they did with the frequency that they targeted Smart Jure last year. So, I mean, there's always similarities. If you got a great player, you want to get them the ball. Um, But I think you'll see uh, more uh, fervor and and more discipline um, just in terms of, like, this is what we do, this is the guy, you know, we're going to pump the ball to.
2: Defensively, Parker, you're trying to add a pass rusher. I'm curious your belief right now. Nebraska's chances to get Oshawn Mathis, who has listed five finalists at USC, Texas, Ole Miss, Penn State, and Nebraska. That was that was as of a week ago. What when do you think he might make a commitment? And how strong do you feel about Nebraska's chances still to maybe get this pass rusher Oshawn Mathis from TCU?
0: I thought you were going to ask if there were any more blue bloods that could be in his top five and <laughs> mm. maybe whether Michigan would have qualified. Oh, hello. I there? mean, I, Nebraska's working on it. I mean, they, they, they're recruiting him hard, I think. You know, there's obviously limitations on what the staff can do at this point um, with a dead period uh, in place and all of that. But, you know, the thing about... Anybody who's in the portal now, I saw. I saw actually, Ole Miss just got a commit from uh, Kari Rogers, who's an edge from TCU. Oshawn Mathis teammate yesterday. I think that's all well and good, um, you know, to, to commit now, and, and maybe Oshawn Mathis will take a couple of visits in March, and then and then and then commit somewhere. But I, you know, it can't be official um, until May, basically. So, like, if if Oshawn Mathis took a visit to. Lincoln in March and committed after that. Um, People would celebrate. We'd write about it, all of that. And Nebraska's coaches would continue recruiting him very hard until he showed up on campus uh, in late May uh, when the spring semester ends. So that's kind of the deal there. Um, You know, with the ability to take official visits and come back to campuses beginning again in, oh, like a week, um, I would think that maybe there'd be some visits on the table for, for a guy like that, um, you know, when that's available um, to him. But I have not talked to him personally. So uh, we'll sort of have to see how that plays out here over the next couple of weeks. And then, you know, you could be talking about a decision timeline anywhere from from mid-March through mid-May, basically.
2: Sweet. All right, Parker, always good stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next week.
0: I think, he, I think in honor of oh. – uh tom osborne turning eighty five i I think it would be interesting if like instead of like just being quite so curt about being shut up Sipple if you found sort of like the the Osborne way to say like well Sipple, you um you talk more than i i remember you talking um that hasn't oh well, maybe that or maybe that just hasn't changed so that would be you know yeah I think it'd be interesting if you just found the, that yeah. that more like Polite but yeah. still sharp way to say shut up. simple.
1: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Parker. Tom would be more diplomatic yeah. than you. Yeah, yeah, he would. He'd be more Understand diplomatic. So. All right, good stuff. Parker yeah. I've never heard, good Tom's time. never said shut up, simple to me.
2: Would you be stopped in your tracks if he did? Yes. Like,
1: What? Yes, I would. Would you yeah. fall down? Yeah, if he said shut the hell up. <laughs> <Tom's-> <laughs> yes, it would be very off putting um <laughs> it would affect oh, right me then. it yeah. would
2: affect me well i'm done here
1: <laughs> okay let's play the game show yeah let's do that Four there's six four. here by the way yeah
2: and dp had, it was enjoying when yeah. it yeah
1: hey dp can i can i say something dp gave me a great idea what he's what do you do when when there's a, you know when he you, you saw what he did when he opened the box yeah <laughs> it, was it was like, like euphoria right? yeah it was he's like euphoria. so happy I think donut shops should have boxes that when you open them, they play like a song. Like a, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a beacon of light. Yes, too. yes. Something like. like that. Yeah, something that announces, oh my God, well, you idea. just opened a box of donuts. There is a, this is a big moment in your day. Yeah. And it could be a big moment in your week. Yes. Right. Yes. Something that says this is a big moment in your week.
2: Well, maybe we can do that for bagels also. Let's
1: yeah. right now. Yes. Yeah, hey, maybe it. they can do it.
2: Four six four five six eight five. Call the dick down sip in trivia today is a wild card Wednesday, and this is very wild card. You sip. I'm doing U.S. metro areas. That's cities. <laughs> yeah. And I give. What are we doing here? What? There are no steals today. You'll understand why we start playing. There is no steals today. It's just your question, your question only. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now.
0: We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut Up, Simple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. If
2: you are a person that is nervous about answering questions on the spot because you like options, this is your day. Because I'm, you, I'm giving you two options. That's it. There's no stealing. I'm oh. giving you the choice between two cities. Which one's bigger of these two? Okay. How about that? Very simple. Great. It's a 50-50 chance. Interesting. You done this for yeah, a long I'll be good time. at this.
1: You get two yeah, chances. Yeah, hey, Harrison, I'm almost guaranteeing a W here.
2: This is a 50-50 chance. You don't have to put out any sort of random guess. I give you both the yeah. cities. So tell me which one you think is bigger.
1: God, Jake, I'm seven games under right now.
2: You're 0-2 on the week also.
1: 55 and 62. Thank you, Harrison, for the three Ford record. 55 and 62 is the record. God, I'm out of the playoffs. Yeah, you are. You're right, I'm control. like Fred. Yeah, he's been out of control. I got to quit criticizing Fred. Yeah,
2: because you're just bad. <laughs> uh, Kevin, how do you feel about U.S. metro populations? Oh, very good, very good. Is the largest? It's largest metro area, yeah, right? It's right. Yep. it's the metro. It's okay. the metro area. That is. Yeah, got it. it, is, it is the Kevin's city confident. The That's right. So again, you understand how this goes? I'm going to give you two cities. You tell me which one is bigger. And yeah, if thank you, you. You can't steal. This is just your question. All right, Kevin. Got it. First question goes to you. This is as of the most late, the most recent census I saw. Okay, which city with its metro is bigger, San Diego or St. Louis? Oh gosh, gotcha. just to Kevin.
1: San Diego. Yeah, come on.
2: That's a It's not. It's, not, it's mm-hmm. that'd be 3.2 mil versus 2.8 mil. It's close okay. than you think. Yeah, close
1: I think. Hey, Kevin, good job. Good job. 1 Thank 0
2: lead for Kevin. All right, Sip, for the tie, your first question. What's, which city with its metro is bigger, Atlanta or Boston?
1: Whoa. Okay, that's pretty difficult. Hot Atlanta.
2: Actually, quite a bit. 6 million versus 4.9 million for Boston's metro. Jeez.
1: No, wait a second. Atlanta,
2: yeah. 6 like million plus, but yeah, with the metro. 6 million?
1: That's right. Holy God. All right, Kevin. Just uh, just that? That's why there's so many, so, many, so many players down there.
2: A lot of athletes down there.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, okay, Kevin,
1: for the lead, your last we question. We're geniuses on this show. <laughs> we put that together. That's why there's so many athletes.
2: Incredible. We can do it. Yeah, well. Kevin, which city with its metro is bigger, Tampa or Minneapolis? Ooh. It's a
1: good show, Jake. It's a good game. Uh, Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yeah. I'll go for the steal. We
2: cannot steal. <laughs> Minneapolis is at 3.6 million with the metro. Tampa's at 3.1 million.
1: That's a. This is. Metro. This is fun.
2: 50 50 chance. We, this
1: is, I'm surprised we've never done this before. Well, Wildcard Wednesday, man. You never. Yeah, know. You're, you're pretty um. Inventive.
2: Okay, sip for the win to you get your first win of the week, or else we're going oh, to tie this break. Is big.
1: This is big.
2: Which city with its metro is bigger, San Antonio or Baltimore? Oh my
1: God, oh, I've been to San Antonio several times. It's a growing city. I hope well, to God that it's San Antonio. <laughs> no! <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Baltimore, 2.8 mil. Oh. San Antonio, 2.5 Oh, mil.
1: that's unfair. And
2: this goes I to I you. I want you to, you
1: to count the people.
2: Yeah, okay, I will. This goes <laughs> to you, Sip, and then yeah. Kevin will go over under your number. Sip. Tiebreaker. As of 2020, what was the population of New York City with its metro? Biggest city in the state's. New York City plus it's Metro, though. New York City Metro. I'll
1: go 19.4 million. Okay.
2: Kevin, over, under? Under. you going under. Un- under. under 19.4? How about 20.1 million sip? You oh, won the game wow. show today. You're off the schneid. First win of the week, Kevin. Thanks for calling in. We'll get your bagel and a coffee, but call in down the road.
1: Great job, Chip. Thank you, Kevin. Great Thank job you. yourself. That was you, a well played game, and, and a very well constructed game by you, Jay.
2: Well, I want to make sure they're all pretty
1: close. Yeah. Now, how did I know that? Because I think, I think when I was in Chicago, somebody, uh, the the Uber rider, rider driver right. driver, told me I think he said 13 million in the Chicago Metro uh,
2: I don't know I got LA at second at
1: 13.2 okay in then Chicago maybe it's Chicago's not that less much, than, yeah. it's probably like in the 9s yeah maybe. okay well whatever I'm not yeah. I don't want to I want to quit while I'm ahead here um, yeah, you, won the, I you ahead. won the game so congratulations I'm losing my voice did you notice that well just hold on
2: for about a few more minutes I'm working too hard Maybe you should take some, drink some nice warm tea or something. Like I knew you were gonna say hot tea. You got coffee over there.
1: You always say that about the boys. Hot tea. Drink some nice warm tea. That's what my wife with tells. Me honey. And
2: she she gives me the hot tea and the honey. It helps. The spill over with DP and J is next on early break on the ticket. Guys, do you want
3: thicker?